0: don't
1: even work here oh and we're live okay you do work here now <laughs> oh boy you okay. do work here now hello everybody and welcome back to the old moon podcast episode this is 33 right jay 33 yes. okay mm-hmm. yes yes nailed it first try okay good stuff right <laughs> on um, i am your host a blue squadron joined as always with jay Coon, jay
2: I am VT, I'm an awakening Wiseman, and I do a lot of endgame PVE content such as owens and Dungeons. I'm always happy to welcome new players and answer questions about the game. You can find me over at Twitch.tv slash v t v before the T. And welcome to the one Podcast, episode 33.
0: Yo, and we got a Jay. special guest
2: yep. here. Oh. well, Jay,
0: is we my, need to appreciate is liking guys. 32 weeks. Uh, it,
2: a little bit, a little bit.
0: 32 um, weeks. Jay
1: finally nails the intro.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Nail it, buddy. Uh, that, was th- an, that was a really great intro, Jay. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
1: And Delphi, whose webcam kind of looks like a PowerPoint presentation, but that's fine. That's me. Um, yeah. Hello.
0: Yeah. Um, it, you guys <laughs> said it was fine in the rehearsals. Come on now. It, it was fine. Happening. And now,
1: yeah, it's, uh, it's all right. Yeah. All right. Delphi was an, old, an ex-community manager for Pearl Abyss, managed the partner program. Excellent community manager. He is on the show with us today. Delphi, go ahead and introduce yourself.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm Delphi. I've been a CM, was CM for three years at Pearl Abyss. I don't have an extraordinary, you know, intro like Jay. Unfortunately, I didn't practice. <laughs> yeah, here I am. I am here.
1: I am. <laughs> I am here. Yes. This is, this is, this yes. is me.
0: You're right on. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, um, how long did you work at, uh, PA Dell?
0: About three years, I would say, give or take, you know, kind of a blur. It was actually a long time. I actually really enjoyed it too, but yeah, both three
1: okay about three years and um you had shared with me like you, you kind of stay at jobs for like you know three years at a time before kind of moving um to your next gig thing so like when you left pearl abyss did you feel like it was was there any particular reason that you decided to leave other than you just wanted to try new things
0: uh no i mean i think three years is just a, a large amount of to be at one place and i kind of wanted to pursue something further and really expand my career uh, I believe so that's kind of really there's many reasons there's definitely many reasons but that's definitely uh one that stood out to me it's just the, the time the duration so
1: okay yeah. right on well let's start let's take it from the beginning what made you apply to be at pro what like what were you before oh you started as a cm oh. and then what made you like do the app like fill out the application and fall in love with jay
0: yeah so uh, I actually started with information technology and I, I hated my life I'm not gonna lie <laughs> I wanted to get into gaming, essentially, so uh, during COVID, uh, I worked at Twitch uh, for a short period of time, and then uh, I saw an opening at uh, Pearl Abyss in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I played Black Desert prior, just a little bit, uh, so I knew a little bit about it, uh, and I kind of just took a leap of faith, moved down to Los Angeles, and uh, kind of wanted to start being a community manager, so that's really why I did not like what I was previously doing, so I wanted to try something new
1: okay right on so like wait what class did you main before you started at pa
0: <laughs> i was i actually my first class ever was an archer uh that and uh archer. i can't really tell you much about it i can't really tell you much about it because i don't really know much about it but uh now i played lawn yeah i was gonna say in uh, fairness you have that.
1: played lawn for three years now probably and you probably can't tell it us much about like that either yeah uh, (laughs) okay Okay, so uh tell us what did you so do all the community community managers like the cm and gm because we we often we lump these together um is there like a difference between the community managers and like the g what does gm stand for game manager
0: game master game master okay so it's very common in mmos although recently uh that's kind of dwindled away i think as okay. time has gone on, they've been put more in the back end. Uh, whereas, rarely Pearl Abyss and Black Desert is one of the few that have the the GMs front facing as well as commanders, which is really cool. They're like interact with the players; they're actually there, and I think that really sets us apart. Oh, not us anymore. So that's PA <laughs> sets them apart. Sets them apart. I'm not I'm not
1: one of these people anymore. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, sometimes you know I do miss everybody. So yeah.
1: Okay. Right on. Um. Okay. So. But the the CMGM team, they they're kind of just fused. It's kind of just an interchangeable title that they they use. Uh, like
0: we it. do have our priorities, our special uh, special uh, kind of uh, roles. Uh, I can't go too much on you know those no. per se, but we uh, will we'll yeah. do our own thing, uh, yeah, and we all kind of man our own like areas of focus, and so.
1: Okay, and what was your focus? I, I know what it was. It's like you you managed the. What was the par- my focus? Yeah, so you you managed the partner program, and for those of you that don't know, there are multiple partner programs, uh, in Black Desert. Before Delphi actually started, it was just uh, the one partner program. Um, and Delphi, mm-hmm. did you start before Cacao took over? I mean, like after they took over. I, Kakao. I was
0: I was working uh, on a console for a ProLibus uh prior to the PC transfer with Cacao.
1: Okay, all right. I'm just wondering. Okay, so. Um, it used to be just one partner program, so like and you'd have to apply to it. It was very difficult to get yeah. into. And Delphi, you were the one that kind of like pioneered this content creator program that we have. So now there's two partner programs in a sense. There's like a creator program, which is like if you have five to ten average viewers, and then like if you have 500 followers, I believe.
0: Um you can I think get that's changed recently, but okay. yeah, it tends to be I, I kind of saw as, breaking it back really quick or bring it back really quick. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of people in the category streaming, uh, who are kind of building themselves up building their community, just starting out. And I kind of wanted to, uh, you know, support them, give back to them best I could and, uh, kind of built an introductory partner program called the creator program at the time. I, I don't know if it's changing too much yet. Uh, I think it's still going pretty strong. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I kind of so. wanted to just kind of give back to everybody and really start working with, uh, all the cool people, uh,
1: but that you know, was maybe, your idea, was though. One that one. was like your, like,
0: yeah, baby. Essentially, you know, like there was, there was like a solid, like, 50, 60 uh, PC partners at the time. But, uh, there was also like 150, 200 streamers on NAEU. And I, they, they just deserve something as well, in my opinion, to kind of be recognized. Because yeah. being a streamer is not easy. I'm not going to lie. No, no, <laughs> it's it is not. Easy. No, it is not. The
1: lifestyle is. I could is... not get into that, but, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the lifestyle is difficult for sure so uh, to let yeah, everybody know yeah. I actually started in the creator program uh, as well I did not get to just jump right into the partner program um, Delphi made me work
0: for it like an animal that's true uh, I <laughs> <work>
1: <laughs> It was
0: tough. Jay so, was like right in there. I'm not. Lying.
2: I was I was super lucky when I joined because I think it was like right before they created the creator program, and so there was only the partner program, and so they just yep. put me in the partner program right away.
0: Jay, you <laughs> so. like shot up instantly though. Like you were making YouTube and you started mm-hmm. streaming. You got like Twitch partner, and like I so quick. And you did all that. Yeah, <laughs> you did all that. Like you sped run <laughs> that stuff, man. I, I know. Really cool. 80 percent speed Yeah, exactly.
1: 80 percent speed run. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right well, Delphi also loves um VTubers. Um, this is a known fact. Oh, um this is a known fact. Think... <laughs>
2: <Where's
0: that>? <laughs> <laughs> we need her. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is uh Let's do the topic away. This please, this please, guy, please, please. He's like, this is going downhill. This is going downhill. Okay, so uh you manage the partner <laughs> program, you manage
1: the creator program. Is there any other like big yeah. responsibilities that you kind of managed? Um
0: uh so I, I worked a little bit on mobile like very briefly. Uh because like, Mobile just kinda helped out there a little bit. That was a very short period of time. And I also did some work on console, although my priorities definitely shifted towards PC, my priorities, uh, and uh, I could see some people in chat. I'm not going to just reference it, <laughs> but yeah. So I, uh, I did some of the stuff like that, GM events, uh, trying to think right now, I'm losing my mind here, trying to get this stuff. Well, yeah, I, I mean, it was more than just a partner program, essentially. There was a lot to it. What
1: actually. work did you do for, for console? You said you started on console. I didn't actually know that. Like what, what work did you do really for console?
0: Yeah, so console has a, a nice little partner program as well. They have a really nice group of uh, content creators there. And I kind of jumped in and took over that. I didn't, you know, I didn't start there like uh, like the PC version of Cacao or anything like that. So I kind of tried to build it up a little bit here and there. Um, so and same, how- same thing, content creators as well.
1: All right, I'm going to ask you a tough question that wasn't on the script. Oh, boy. How do you feel about the state of console currently when you compare it to PC? Is there anything that you could <laughs> like that you could see that immediately would make that better?
0: Um, I think that there's always things to improve, uh, essentially on PDN console and, and mobile. To be honest, I'm not going to dive too much into them though. Uh, oh no, no, I'm not. So
1: I'm just wondering if you had any yeah. suggestions on your end for what um, the poor console community could could actually get um, like to get some traction underneath their feet.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I think uh, it's just something that needs to be continually worked on. So I'm, I'm sure it'll be uh, improved upon.
1: Okay, right on. Yeah, I mean, they're always working on that. So over across yes. your three years at Perlabus, did you ever okay, so what was the toughest thing? Like, what was the toughest controversy you guys really had to face? Was it do you like I I would Ooh, assume off the top of my lot. head, moving from cacao to Abyss taking over had to be kind of tough. So let's start there. What what yeah. maybe was like the biggest hurdle for you guys? Was the did Perlibus take any like shock to anything when they took over? They were like, Oh my god, everybody in NA hates us. What's going on here? <laughs> um, like no, there, what were some of the biggest was, hurdles
0: there? I don't know about hurdles necessarily a more on the positives in my experience uh so uh, like leading up to the transfer and the transfer was all, a lot of work. Um, everybody all hands on deck as you can imagine. I think when the transfer happened it was like we were all up for 24 plus hours a lot of us uh and then back the next day pretty much like just you know, rolling back rolling back and kind of like communicating all the problems all the errors but uh i think there was a lot of support for us actually uh the community really rallied around overall i mean you know obviously there's some now processing the title we took uh we made that a meme and everything <laughs> but uh, i like that one that was a good one i'm glad we i kind of like really went into that um but the content creators themselves as well uh really were supportive as well on, on their stream saying yeah, everyone just take your time everything's gonna be all right and uh, i thought that was really cool
1: right so, on okay yeah. so no 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 crazy big hiccups or anything like I will say on the on I mean, the players there's then, always
0: hiccups. I think mean, mean, there's always hiccups, right? There's always technical issues that you know maybe didn't expect, but I think that just, that's across the industry. So I don't think that's something that's like PA only or, that's fair. or something like that. So
1: one yeah. big thing uh, that is really interesting when Pearl Abyss took over, I've played a lot of video games, I'm sure a lot of people that are, a lot of our listeners do too, but like very few of those video games have like the CMs actually interacting with the community um you touched on this a little bit before but like is there anybody that kind of spearheaded that because this is kind of a unique thing you don't really see cms and gms coming out to like give players buffs or like i mean i i can't say how many times in delphi would spawn in next to me with a rifle and start trying to gun me down like i'm <laughs> some kind that of, was enemy. My
0: part of my job um, that was that was actually like 90 percent of my role just killing <laughs> our, our content creators so, right uh,
1: uh, no well just, yeah
0: it's actually in the job description i don't i, don't, I don't, wait what? It's what it is no it's <laughs> not it's not don't worry.
1: It's well not. i think that the like there, there's a lot to be said for the the amount of interaction that the community manager team does with the community is a big part of the reason that the BDO community actually really enjoys pa uh versus you yeah. look over at wow um you know, you don't see any of that and there's a lot of hate out there for Blizzard. Now, Prolevus has always gotten a fair amount of hate in the past, but like I do think that the CM team kinda helps mitigate that a bunch. Is there anybody like anybody you can point to or is it just was it just company policy when you guys took over? Because we never saw this. In Cacao, we never got any of this. Right? So yeah, like, I mean it, has this been happening? Does this happen on Korean servers? Does like the, like I know the EU kind of does it as well. It's like the NA and EU offices. So I only speak for
0: EU, uh, okay. and I, I think I only really talk about the GMs and CMs. And uh, honestly, they're some of the best people I've ever worked with. And this is not like no, this is not a PR statement. <laughs> I think they all really enjoy the game and really enjoy the community. So like, why would you not want to interact? Why would you not want to get involved? Right. And uh, I think at first maybe pro was a hesitant, uh, especially me pulling out matchlock for example, uh, <laughs> and using. Oh, no, we liked it. We but liked it. I think the reactions that came with it, and like the the general IPR like, PR response from it, and that you know keeps coming back that oh the are really active and stuff. I think that's huge, and I think that's it. Really, it's each individual GM and CM that really uh, kind of stand out with that so they take that on. So
1: okay, right on. Um... Uh Jay Jay, I know I've been kind of just firing questions no, away. No, you're good. Yeah. You're good. I'm happy to be here and <laughs> <laughs> Jay, come what on, Jay, are some of it your it. Jay, what what's I know that you love the CMGM team, Jay, but I mean like do you mm-hmm. have something that you want to ask Delphi personally? Yeah, Jay, come on. Delphi personally. Oh
0: boy.
2: How much communication is there between NA and KR?
1: <laughs> That's actually a good question. So, all right, rough. yeah. So, very tactfully, Delph, because I know you can't give us like all of the all of the information, <laughs> but like I know a lot of the listeners out there want to know how much uh, communication and like feedback is actually reaching the developers from North America and like the mm-hmm. player base.
0: Yeah. So, um, essentially, um. I'm not going to talk too much on like how our the, the company works. I can't, essentially, no. uh, so okay. I'm not going to. Uh, however, I can say that as a CM and, and GM, it's kind of our responsibility to listen to the community and then report on that and look for improvements where we can. Um, so I think that we do a fantastic job with that, and I think that we're very active in communication amongst all our offices. Well, we were. well. I can't say, us. It's not us we we. <laughs> I keep saying we, you know,
1: okay. So, but, but the offices communicate regu- regularly with each other. Very re- regularly. Okay. All right. Very so nice like, there, feedback. there is presumably we, feedback. reach stop me and stop me and what is like the best way for us to reach feedback? Like, I, I know that you said that it's your job to listen to the community. Well, the community speaks in many different ways. There's discord, forums, Reddit. There's
0: Discord, there's Reddit, there's yeah. Twitter responses, there's Facebook comments. So you guys all see that. all of and this And it's stuff. the job of a, yeah, I mean, again, that's like the job of the CM and GM as well, right? We're collecting the information. Just because like your community says one thing and the horse community says something else and I don't know a console, the Guido, for example, says something else. Doesn't mean that we can make those changes, right? Um, it's right. it's just, you gotta weigh, that, weigh what's going on. Uh, and kind of prioritize and look at things. So uh, oh. I think that's okay. The, where to put it? I don't know if that's changed, but uh, the venture feedback board was a, a very uh, a prime spot to put at the forums. Essentially, okay. So all
1: right, right on. Uh, what was the toughest controversy you faced in your three years? Oh, like God. so, like you said, you My listen to the years. community all the time. We get mad about a lot of stuff. What was the <laughs> thing that you
0: felt that we were the most angry about? Um. I don't know about, uh, I'll, I'll say that you put me on the spot. I don't know if I can say this. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of like all the, the stressors I had. There's been way too many of them. They're all kind of blurred right now. You but don't have to watch. give us
1: what happened behind the scenes. Just like, what was the, the stress, like the community, when the community puts stress on Pearl Abyss, that comes in through a number of different avenues. For example, I'll use one that's yes. since after you got, you know, a- after you left the company. The biggest thing recently is I am sure that the company felt a lot of pressure over this whole harassment and BDO like controversy, like people getting really, really upset um, that like you know whether or not streamers are being hunted or other harassment that's been going on in BDO. Yeah. And there's been kind of a little bit of a policy shift since the one-sided deck changes have been uh, kind of pushed through. And like, you know, you look yeah. back a little further, the one-sided deck changes. I'm not sure if you were still there. I think you had, you had departed by the time the one-sided deck changes kind of came through. Um yep. so like but like was there any like really like really big controversies that like you know that the community, at least in North America, uh felt strongly about and then maybe kind of got through to the developers or maybe didn't make it through the developers and the changes went through kind of anyway.
0: Um, I honestly nothing's really popping my mind right now. I could probably circle back on this and think more about it. Uh so it's really hard to really think on something specific. Okay. Uh, well well then I'll do I'll hit you with an opposite. I'm sorry.
1: No, oh, you're good. I'll okay. hit you with an opposite. What was your favorite part of the job?
0: My favorite part of the job? Um, I, I think the in-person events were ultimately my favorite. Shooting meeting players. W. Oh. That too, but we're not gonna, that's, uh, <laughs> that's beside the point, you know? But no, uh, so like, uh, going to TwitchCon, going to the Kelfion ball and seeing everybody and hanging out and kind of meet players one, 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 to one and, and in groups and stuff and kind of understanding a player, uh, um and a streamer in the community uh, i think that's really cool and so that's so unique in gaming it's unbelievable uh everyone coming under like the the same roof for something they're passionate about uh you don't it's it's kind of rare in my opinion uh i to agree to happen
1: yeah that's why i make an effort fact to fact go to all, all the events. does Oasis. that yeah huh.
0: the fact that pa does that's really cool and i'm glad uh that i got to be a part of so many of those so
1: yeah, especially after like COVID and everything. It used to be that there were a lot of in person like gaming tournaments that people would go to. And that was yeah. kind of how, like, whether you, you were a fan of the LCS and you went and saw that or whatever. But like, after COVID, uh, all of that kind of went away and it's slowly coming bad, back, yeah. but I'm not sure that it's ever going to reach the extent that it was to uh, before. So, like, uh, I know they started doing Oasis events while you were still there. Is that something that you kind of pushed for? Because like I think that those are really cool. I mean, like I didn't realize they were going to do them as often as they are. Um, well, let me explain Oasis well, I events. I
0: push them, but I was definitely on board for most of them. Uh, some of them were like, well, they're they're stressful to set up uh, for the, the the team, right? Uh, that's a fact. Uh, they're, they it's a lot of work, uh, but they're always worth it in the end. I think everyone's really happy and uh, learn a lot. Uh, so, I mean, that's. But I think it's just like the whole company that's kind of really wants to just meet players and engage and understand that that's helped set them apart from world of Warcraft and stuff as well. So,
1: yeah, I think that is uh, one of the big things that sets them apart for those of you that don't know the offline Oasis events are basically IRL meetups for big, um, know, just meetups for like BDO players and you have to apply to go. And then, uh, a CM at Pearl Abyss will tell you whether or not you are worthy, um, to <laughs> attend the event. Uh, really it's just because there's a venue Wait, and they can get- only accept so many people. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, and they can only hey. accept so many people to get in. Um, I couldn't actually go to the last one because I had school. Ha, don't have that anymore. Kekw. W. Manga. Um, <laughs> <Monka.
2: laughs> uh, I wanted right. to ask. Um, go ahead. So you, um, when you were pursuing a career at, you know, Pearl Abyss, like, do you have any advice yeah. for anyone thinking about possibly also pursuing a career at Pearl Abyss or just like video game companies in general?
0: Um... I think it's important to really be passionate about the, you know, the community, uh, like if you are just kind of in there mm-hmm. and just kind of there and doing like the, the, you know, clock in, clock out, 10 to seven or nine to fives, whatever. I mm-hmm. don't think you're going to get a real impact and really kind of understand the community. Cause how I put it as a community is a, a 24, seven. They're everyone, they're always on, right. The, the community is always active. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if you're not part of that on, you know, some weekends and, some other you know holidays even like i was hit up a lot on like christmas day and and thanksgiving and sunday nights at 10 p.m saying oh my god something's unfair delph help me um, <laughs> they're damning you you up <laughs> they are at 2 a.m i'm like are you up i need help you up? Uh, and there's sometimes where i was like yeah i'm up what's up <laughs> uh i think it's important to just kind of be there uh and ah, okay. if, don't treat as a nine to five essentially Treat it as something you actually care about. Uh, okay, I, so I, think, I, I don't know if. I,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, go for it. So, what time did you roll into the office every day?
0: It it varied sometimes, but our we have a you know confirmed like five schedule. It's uh I don't know if I can say the exact time. So i am just oh, gonna no. say nine to five.
1: Okay, we'll so, just say so. nine to five. It's relaxed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the hint. Um, so. All right, so kind of a relaxed schedule. I'm actually curious. This is going to put you on the spot a little bit. Um, yeah. I know, I like I said, I've played a lot of games. I've followed a lot of companies. There's a lot of yeah. video game companies, that, especially when they're starting up and everything. There's like this bro culture. Um, I like it. Okay. to kind of explain what that is. This is kind of an old boys club, uh, so to speak. And there's been a lot of companies that have been caught up in controversies mm-hmm. uh, in the past where certain people don't necessarily feel as safe as they probably could have. In the workplace now, I've been to the office myself, and in my personal experience, yep. that's probably the best environment that I had ever seen uh, in a video game company. Like, did you see yeah. anything that like maybe like like uh, like I don't know, like Blizzard or like you know Riot, you know? Like, um, um, like I,
0: I think there's a really awesome group of people. I'm only going to speak for the NA office because I yeah. I never made it right, right. to the EU office. Uh, I was going to be at the uh, care office, but the COVID restrictions kind of were uh, heightened the that time in 2021 or something. Uh, so I didn't get to go. It was kind of sad. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the NA Office is a really great group of people. There isn't one GM or CM that I'm like, I wouldn't work with or I don't like or anything like that. I think we got along and we had a lot of fun, uh, yeah. essentially. And we all played the game to some degree. Me, I, I sucked at Lomba. I played AOS a lot. And I was a uh, an ELO terrorist for quite a few of you guys, <laughs> uh, actually. <laughs> Believe it or not, I was, paired, I was in many streamers' games and uh, completely... And like 500 damage, but that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> uh, w- it happens. W. Kim is <laughs> <just> like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I did beat a few of you guys too. I'm not going to lie. But uh, going back to the, the main topic. Uh, yeah, I think the group's just really awesome. I don't see any, any problems. Um, and honestly, if I, if I were to like make a new company or start a job or, or something like that, and I would work with every single one of them and want it to work with just every single one of them.
1: So. Yeah. I, I think what I saw the most at the, at the ProLibus offices is, is it looks like a startup. It looks like, like a company that is doing very well. It looks like a video game company
0: when you walk in the door, right? There's PCs yeah. everywhere. Very relaxed. It looks amazing. You know, we have no very dress There's nothing yeah. crazy going on. Yeah. Right, but it's we also... We personalize there's, our own desks.
1: Right, and everybody seems to like each other, but there's a sense of professionalism that kind of goes on in the office, yep. which I, I enjoyed. Uh, and I think that's part of the reason that, again, Perlabus has done so well. Okay, so we've talked a lot about why Perlabus is doing well. Uh, all right, I'm gonna put you on the spot again. Now, this is one of the questions that I had in oh, the okay. outline. So, what are some of the okay, now that you've been at the company for three years and you've left and you know the good, you know the bad, oh, and, and you know the ugly, okay, what are some of the biggest strides you think that Pearl Abyss needs to make as a company if they want to become one of the titans of industry in the gaming like
0: atmosphere? I think they're already doing it, uh, to be honest, and I think it's a lot of the offline events, the GM interactions and stuff, really kind of getting personal and getting put in a human behind the brand, essentially. Uh, So it's not just like, you know, a Twitter account communicating, you know, you know, the corruption, you know, GM Vaha, you you know, the uh, Grandia and stuff like that, right? So it's kind of like a personal touch to the brand, at least for Black Desert, uh, which I think is really cool and something I enjoy being a part of, to be honest, so. Okay. The other thing, uh, content at the same time would be nice.
1: What do you mean by content? Yeah. Well, okay, well what, what do you mean by content? Like, like, Like,
0: like ah! sometimes, uh, like, The Land of More and Light comes out in KRs, for example.
1: Oh, I yeah, be, I think that yeah. dropping it as a worldwide release really
0: helps the game. Which boom. is something that they've been doing more and more, yeah, as, you, uh, as it's been going on, so.
1: Uh, I don't know. I felt like for a while they got better about like these global releases, and now we've kind of we've kind of regressed um, mm. a little bit. And now I feel like that they're releasing things on KR, and I th- I know that their reason for that is well the content is ready, and it's going to take an extra month or two to translate it and get all that stuff done. So we kind of just want to drop it now in KR, and then we'll drop it in uh, the rest of the world when it comes out. But I think that that destroys the hype for whatever content that you're trying to release. I think when primarily your content creators sit in North America and Europe, um, like you if you do a global release, your game gets trending a lot more. More people see the game, more people are hyped about the game. I think that more people play the game.
0: Yeah, I mean I think that's true. I mean that's that's very true. So Right on. But I don't yeah. have any I don't have much to say on that. So okay. Yeah, okay, so you said you play the game.
1: As a player, what do you feel like the yeah. game is missing the most right now?
0: um i don't know about what's missing but i do struggle with the grinds uh, that's just me personally though i'm much uh i can only do a few hours tops before i uh i lose too much focus and uh need to put it away essentially and i think that the grind could be a lot right now the, the pop piece because uh, i i just restarted actually a couple days ago and it's uh it's quite a grind so i'm not gonna lie so i think just kind of lowering that difficulty or lowering the, the progression time might be nice
1: Okay, so you so, want to make it easier for, for newer players to get into the game. Which
0: I think is also being done, just regardless, yeah.
1: Okay, and yeah. what server do you typically grind on when you're grinding for your potion fees? <laughs> I'm also going to need... Oh, know, I'm on season. Times so and here, PS2. get me. <laughs> <Come> get me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. Um, all right, so um, as far as taking over from, like, the Cacao to Pearl Abyss thing, like, yeah. did you guys actually pick up anybody from the Cacao team?
0: Did they do any of that? Well, Enleaf came over, for example. Um, oh, really? Was really awesome to work with as well. Yeah, Enleaf was at uh, Cacao Prior. Uh, wait, you didn't know that? You used I did streams for Cacao. I had
1: no idea. Well, in fairness, uh, there's didn't a few others. I like... don't
0: know if they want to be named or anything like that. Uh, but I mean, everyone's Okay, so you awesome. did Like I view. said, like there isn't like someone who I'm like oh, I just cannot work with them kind of thing. So S- like, so there were a bunch uh, of them.
1: But so what's the the big change? Like there's the, like because I felt like there's the biggest thing that we saw is like a, a flip was that like suddenly Perlabus was really transparent with what they were doing uh, and then we had the community managers basically everywhere all the time doing events and stuff. So like, yeah. was it did that just come from Perlabus? Like Jay was like, we want you to do this. Right? Or is that just like JJ who's like the director I think she's the CEO of Pearl Abyss America.
0: I think that's just the way that the North American NAEU uh, service kind of wanted to go. Essentially, we, we had the G of the CMs who absolutely loved the game like I said. And being involved is, why not? Okay. Right? Like why, why would you not be involved, yeah. right? Uh, like it's fun. It's fun for us, right? We're not just in the office, you know, doing paperwork at that point. We're actually playing the game and helping make fun events and memories. So I think that's cool.
1: Okay. Yeah. And so, like, I think a big reason why we like to focus on the CMGM team and why they're doing a good job is that MMOs in general focus very heavily on the community. Like, like people don't necessarily yeah. just play the game for the game People are playing the game because their friends are all playing the game, right? Because we all have these Discord communities and we're all hanging out with each other uh, and we all enjoy each other's presence most of the time. Um, So like that being said, um, there's a variety of different like social aspects of BDO, but I think that we've kind of taken a few strides in the last couple of years in terms of like trying to get players to interact with each other more. I know like six years ago we were like, this is a solo player MMO, don't be fooled. Um, and now we've kind of trended away from that. Uh, We've got chat groups now, uh, we've got social actions, and then we've got some chat emotes now and things like this. Um, What are some of the things that you think that like could be added to this to kind of help the community uh, interact or express themselves more in a more like productive way with each other, stuff
0: like that. I mean, I I think just like character emotes is is huge. You know, most games have that, uh, I think in MMOs, so being able to dance and being able to kind of do all that stuff really kind of express your character you built up in custom might be quite awesome. Uh, I like that. I, I mean, I do it in every game that I can. So.
1: Oh yeah. I, I think that personally, I think that emotes would be the best. I think that if yeah. you could emote above your head, that would be the best That'd chat PVP be nice.
0: we would ever might see. might be a little toxic though. I'm not going to lie. It would be awesome.
1: <laughs> it would be good toxic though. There's a lot of different forms of toxicity. We've dealt with it a lot uh, recently. Um, you know, Delph, I'm curious. Oh, now, you were yeah. separated from all of this. Okay. You okay. did not work um for the company when the one sided deck changes came through and all this stuff. Are okay. you in favor of the one sided deck changes? I assume do you know what they are? Do you know what they uh, are? Because I
0: can explain it to you. I, I guess I have the have a brief idea. I am not gonna say for or against. If you want to explain it for me more, I mean, yeah, I'm okay. Here, let me more, let me explain uh, it.
1: So essentially what Pearl Abyss did was they took away the ability of guilds to just declare war on another guild if yeah. the other guild does not consent to the PvP, right? The, so it's going to ask the GM, basically, do you accept the incoming deck? And if you do, then you can fight each other like normal. But if you don't, you cannot have a one-sided standing war deck anymore, okay? But along okay. with these changes, they changed it so that now there's only five-minute server swap cooldown, and you can use the oh. Marnie's Realm every other hour because, you know, the biggest... Uh, concern of most players is going to be, well, people are going to grief me when I'm grinding and I can't deck them and just farm a Tuvala Timmy forever. Um And so now you can swap servers every five minutes. You have Marnie Realm uh, every other hour. And Karma is now account-wide. So if you go red right on one character, yeah. all of your characters are red. Um How do you feel about this kind of an approach um, to a, a PvP game? Or what was,
0: used to be a PvP game? Yes. This is a hard question to answer. I'm not going to lie. It is stuff, but uh,
1: like you're not associated not, with the company anymore, so it doesn't matter. You just I just want your
0: your raw opinion. Um so I do talk to a lot of uh the PVP guys. Uh essentially uh you know, just come from TwitchCon. I definitely heard a lot from like Armin and Ronald J and you know, I can go on and on, right? right. Um I think that PVP needs to be a little bit more of a focus again. I think it's kind of because of those changes it might have uh Weakened PvP in the open world uh, a bit, uh, essentially. So it'd be nice to fix that again, or at least find a alternative.
2: Be more Arsha related oh. specific content in that server only, and so people who wanted to do PvP they can flock okay. to that server, and so hmm. in that way then you can create more natural occurring PvP for players who are looking for PvP. Oh,
1: oh my God! All right, so I'm back now. I, I think my Discord just like pooped itself. Welcome like back. Yeah. That. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, Way we're back. fine. Okay. Yeah. I think my Discord just kind of just kind of pooped out there.
0: Um Guys, so, my camera. Right. I'm, I'm seeing I'm getting flamed in chat for camera. It's yes. Yeah, it's...
2: <laughs> it, it, it's not
0: on my end. It's fine. It's better now. It's better. it's A
2: little bit better now. Oh well, well uh, never mind. Yeah. No. <laughs>
0: <Better>? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's okay. You look I, I beautiful, okay. and okay, that is fine. what is important. Yeah. All right, I'm, so I'm a PowerPoint right now. It's crazy. It's, yeah, it's okay.
1: <laughs> so you feel that the <laughs> nice. company should move towards uh, more towards like a PvP, like or like they should do a little bit more for PvP. I mean, like, mm-hmm. how do you feel I mean, about? You can them? do more
0: for every player group, right? There's always something you can. Improve oh, I mean out. that's the that's important.
1: Right, but like in terms of like overall PVE uh, and PvP in general, would you say there was a lot of harassment? I like I know that uh, you gave uh, the people that harassed me value packs um, um, when. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I when I had That's when true. I had my whole controversy show, do you feel it like harassment was a crazy big issue? Uh before the one sided deck changes?
0: Um within MMOs and uh the current game I'm on now and everything like that, there's always player versus player like conflicts essentially that are sometimes are dramatic, uh and sometimes go overboard. Um so I mean just, it's just something that uh a GM, a CM project manager has to kinda deal with one on one case by case usually. So
1: i um, I agree. Yeah. I think case by case you basically just have to handle it as they come in. Um yeah, generally.
0: Okay. There's obviously outlined rules and, and everything like that already. But
1: how do you feel yeah. about I'm gonna propose a couple different options. Um how Go do you feel it. about just buffing Arsha server like outright? Like just giving it Again, like a hundred percent wrong
0: in. guy. If you want me to phone to friend really quick, I'll bring in a couple of the guys uh, that are PvP focused more <laughs> Uh, but me, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't say. I don't want to okay, take well, a side here. If I don't know,
1: that's fine. So you do you 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 like grinding, right? Like you 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 do the well, you said actually grind. So what do you enjoy so much about the game? What do you play then? If you, you said that the grind is a struggle, you don't PvP. What do you do?
0: I really enjoyed AOS. Uh, coming from other competitive, you know, esports titles and and uh, stuff like that, so I enjoy working up a ladder, or in my case, on AOS, coming down the ladder. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think that, that was huge to me. So just keep queuing. Activity. Yeah. Well, keep queuing over and over again. So do think, you think uh, that it, improving AOS would be awesome?
1: Do you think that AOS should be permanent? Because Jay said recently, like in their most recent, uh, note, they said that they were going to make AOS permanent the next time it came around.
0: I think that's a good idea. I think having practice mode on as well, cause I would love to be able to do practice mode more with friends and stuff to really kind of learn, uh, instead of getting flamed and ranked. You know, as, as a cm Dude. i did play ranked uh aos and i did get flamed a bit they didn't know it was me it was crazy but i
1: <laughs> i would have known it's so you nobody um... misses a long grab
0: except for you yeah uh, you, yeah you might know it's me then for sure all right jay what's up sorry
2: no you're good you're good i was, I was saying so you mentioned you um really like like that competitive pvp aspect are there any other yeah um modes from other games that you think would like fit in nbdo as another like competitive pvp mode aspect such as aos but in like a different direction you know
0: i don't i don't know necessarily like i can't think of in the top of my head but i think like valencia rbf could be improved upon and uh you know Mm -hmm. stuff like that i think could be uh made a little better i know choice went on to on a spree about that once too but like silver for rbf and all that stuff so things looking at those helpful.
1: How do you feel? Okay, so you're someone that basically exclusively plays AOS when you log in. That's why you like to play the game. How do you feel about rewards for AOS? Would you like, Um, like, do you think that they should make it like a thing where you could just basically just do AOS around the clock and make 500 million a a
0: day? I think it definitely needs a balance because there's a lot to the game. And I think there's a lot of opportunities in the game that should be explored. But uh, I played for AOS and I would like to progress my character. Plain aos right if i can which would be awesome but uh that wasn't really possible um so i hope that could be uh looked at more in the future
1: okay right on yeah um okay so now that you've moved on um i've
0: moved on you you have here, moved right? on you're in a new I've moved company on, but i'm in a podcast about bdo right now yeah
1: yeah it's
0: just <laughs> hashtag moving on
1: um so but now that you're now that you're not working for the company anymore um the new company what's it like what do, you, what do you what do you like so much about the new company um that you were missing kind of at prelibus
0: what do i like uh I think there's a lot of flexibility for me and uh not saying that there wasn't at prolibus but uh it's remote uh so I get to kind of chill back a little bit I get my own kind of hours to work i mean within reason um so that's pretty nice but you know that's just quality of life things for myself that's not something I do miss the office prollabus so Huh. Um. I think just being able to kind of like expand a new genre, uh, a new genre that I'm work- working in, which is like a shooter, is, is really nice as well to kind of get a different perspective on things and maybe focus more on marketing um, rather than just community management. So that's kind of what I've been doing, and those have been quite nice for me to kind of learn essentially. But hey, I miss Pearl a bit, so I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, Wait, which which they... company or game did you go to go to? uh so it's not officially announced yet so i'm just not oh, it too it's much not oh. it's, it's not Jay. secret like it's out there but ah, like Jay. uh oh, shut up. it's not like super like public or anything like some people know I see, I see, uh, yeah. here and there um so it's an indie company it would not be like something anybody really uh, knows okay. right now you anymore.
2: can dm me later just kidding <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's chill, Jay. chill, it's not chill,
0: secret chill. like if i said it right now it would be a big deal it's not really worth it for this uh-huh. podcast in my opinion oh, okay okay uh,
1: right. so yeah yeah but uh you have more freedom in there to kind of do like you, you said it's a smaller company, so I'd assume that like there's more, yeah. you have more control. Over uh, there's them.
0: more hats I gotta fill usually, uh and things I gotta do to learn. So I get to learn a lot, uh, more more than anything. Mm-hmm. And you know, after three years of horologist, I can only learn so much more, right? And that's really what it came down to for me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: Okay, so we talked about how, like Jay, you mentioned in these comments here. You said MMOs have slowly become less and less social in recent years. Uh, I assume you're leading into kind of like uh, when World of Warcraft uh, pushed in like their their raid finder, like their group finder system. Mm -hmm. You have BDO that's kind of always been uh, in the in the realm of like the solo MMO stuff, and you're kind of moving like players are kind of moving away from each other. Um, Like, why do you feel like but like what aspects of BDO do you feel like meet this solo MMORPG and Jay where would you like to see us move to uh move toward like or would you rather it be a solo MMO? I mean you're a PvE player
2: so <laughs> actually I did a little bit of history research on this topic because it was so interesting you know, because in the late 90s and the early 2000s, online communication was very limited, you know, and I heard about this cute little app called Windows Live Messenger, and it was this really novel thing to just sit down and chat with your friends. Um, and for MMOs released during that time, that's, you know, the MMO became this um, uh, place, this, you know, visual interface that allowed real-time chat, you know, players could log in and meet others in this virtual world. Um, And this aspect alone became super attractive to gamers at the time. And um, to put some parallels, um, I I heard about this game called EverQuest and it had this nickname of being a really pretty chat room. And so because of this developers at the time, like really heavily uh, relied on this social aspect and designed content uh, to sort of enhance that social aspect. And, you know, all the puzzles, the, the adventures, the mechanics were created for people to complete. And then uh, as times goes on, as the MMO genre grows, grows in size, developers started having this new um, group of players. Uh, basically a, a new issue where these new players wanted to play the game, but didn't, you know, want to team up. And that's fine. Like this, that simple player preference, whether you want to play by yourself or play with others, you know. And this is where the sort of dilemma occurs, right? You have this group of people who want to uh, keep that social aspect, but also another group of people who want to play alone. So do you make an MMO that relies on being social or do you accommodate the solo players? Because if you, if they don't, then some other developer will, right? And they will get those customers and players instead. You know, this, this is a business, right? They got to be realistic about this. And where does BDL land in all of this? Right. Um. Does, the the question is, does BDO implement too many systems to enable solo gameplay? Um. And if if that's the question, I do kind of agree in a, in a way that the systems created in Bio really benefit the solo player. Like if someone comes into your grind spot, it disrupts your gameplay, right? You don't you know want them there, right? Even world bosses, where the idea of of coming together as as a community, right? Um. You, for the most part, most people just log into an alt, tag the boss, wait for the boss to die get disappointed and then log band into their main, right? yeah. But, um, <laughs> but the question is, is that a bad thing? I personally don't think it's a bad thing. If players want to play a bias, sometimes it can be nice to be honest, to be involved in a game without feeling the need to constantly communicate or engage with others. But maybe that's just me. That's just my introverted self um, uh, feeling that way, right? Biased towards that way. But um, for me, like one of the biggest attractive qualities to an MMO is that escape from reality right that you can go Mm -hmm. on this new adventure as a different person and if you should choose to go on that adventure alone um then so be it right however um i do think it's interesting how the social aspects and interactions in game, although it's like less prominent, like in in game nowadays, personally, I think there's like less talking in game, it's kind of shifted over to third party platforms, such as like discord, or social media aspects like Twitch and YouTube. And so even though um, I've been hearing like people, you know, MMOs have been getting less social, in a way, it's gotten stronger, but just like on a different platform, right. And so Like things like Twitch and YouTube, like I'm sure gamers can relate to maybe being in a guild discord for whatever game and then hanging out in voice channel all day and people would come in and out and socialize there or maybe you like to lurk in Twitch channels and to talk to streamers. And, you know, ask questions about the game or maybe talk about whatever you want to socialize with the streamer. Right. Um, And for whatever I'm planning to do, like whenever I'm doing like group content in BDO, I always send Discord DMs left and right whenever I'm trying to get a group together. And I'm sure you guys have watched Blue on his stream, you know, because he's he's makes great content. He's funny. He's handsome, smart, and he has a really big heart. And yeah, so (laughs) (laughs) I I think
1: those are those. (laughs) Who are you? And what have you done with what is going on right now? I'm like the whole time I'm waiting for him. He's like, I'm like, he's going to say bald. He's going to say fat. He's going to say like, like, there's something somewhere in here. I'm just going to get nailed. You know what I mean? All right. So those are my current thoughts about the, you know, the social aspects of the MMO genre nowadays. Okay. That's uh, crazy. Delph, there's how do lot. you feel about the MMO genre? Do you feel like that we should lean into this solo player aspect? Do you feel like that's where you said you want to get into marketing? So I understand that you you probably look at trends, you look at players, you know, you try to talk yeah. to communities and stuff. Do you feel like like the the player base as a whole, if you you expand it to most gamers, do you feel like there's more gamers that kind of just want to play um, a solo MMO or just like a solo game, like an RP game like this? Um, or do you think that there are more like there's more of a market? um for this it's, party group um,
0: stuff it's gonna i think depend more on the age group and situation right uh i know people who i mean i know there's people who just get on sign on for an hour like myself right now uh to kind of play grind a little bit and then you know they got work the next day those are solo players and you got the the younger audience who probably wants to group up and do fun adventures and stuff like that uh i think you got to appeal to both uh in some way or form uh which I th- is i appeal to both I, I don't know how to do it but it's got to be done so team based stuff is important to me at least. So I, uh, I think it's gotta be done for both. Yeah.
1: right. Um, do you see yourself? I know that, uh, some people have kind of left PA and then they've kind of come back to PA. Um, again, I want to identify necessarily too. Is PA something that you could see yourself coming back to, uh, in future years? Uh, and if so, do you think you would come back as a CM or do you, would you try to apply for some, a different position?
0: Very, uh, very interesting question there blue uh uh i think i would come back um i don't know and what it it would have to be the right role right right opportunity essentially and i do not think it would yeah you know it might be a cm again because i absolutely love doing it uh but it would be something it's you know i got a lot to work on yet and stuff and And cm Mm -hmm. yeah some some (laughs) difference uh eventually (laughs) maybe
1: Okay, but and you know you,
0: like I said I left Prollabus to kind of to expand my career and expand my uh, my uh, understanding of the industry so um, and yeah, what I mean what's
1: your dream job then so like you said you like the community management stuff and I gotta say yeah, you looked really happy when you were managing the partner program you kind of I, I feel like you kind of mm-hmm. enjoyed doing that. Um, Yes, and like kind of as as much as drama queens as we can all be, yeah. As much as drama queens as I know, uh, most of us are. um, It was probably fun for you to manage. Is that something like if you had a dream job, what would you do?
0: Um, I think uh, overseeing like creator programs for multiple titles all at once, and kind of uh, helping the the myself at the time, you know, uh, run them and do them well, and really interact with the, the streamers and benefit the content creators and benefit the community entirely uh so overseeing multiple pro like a creator a director uh, of creator programs or something i don't know there's got to be titles out there for that i've seen it uh, yeah something like that probably in the future
2: would you ever want to start a game company yourself in the future no no. No, I'm,
0: no. <laughs> I'm not a i'm not a business guy like that that'd be oh, really see, see. tough for me uh i'd rather fall into a role that that fits content creating uh content creation mm, okay. and and uh community management of some sort Uh yeah Fine. so i think that
1: Okay, so, yeah, we know that Pearl next games are kind of... Like, they're at least in development right now. We know Crimson Desert is actually pretty close to done based on the trailer that we saw. We're probably going to get it in, hopefully, in 2024. Um, Do you feel like Pearl approach to that will be to just use our current CMGM team to help manage Crimson Desert as well? Or do you feel like that's going to be its own separate team entirely?
0: Um... It's just based on what I know and like my current position and prior positions and everything, mm-hmm. I would, ex- I would expect multiple teams overall, That that's just my guess, right? That's a lot of work. That's, uh, that's managing, what I was uh, thinking is that one, like it... one title is a lot of work. So like you're going to stress <laughs> out an individual uh, that might mean that some GMs and CMs go to that, or that might mean that some come in and stuff like that. But I, I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't want to be, well, I just said I would, but I personally wouldn't want to, <laughs> Be a CM for like four games, you know, two, three, four games, right? You that, just said you wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> I know, uh, but I know. like in like a CM role, not like a, a above, like a management above that role. Uh, so, okay,
1: um, so. all right. Uh, do you feel that like the um, the focus has been taken off? Do you feel like at any point when they've been developing these other games, do you feel like the focus has necessarily been taken off of Black Desert at all, or do you still think? Do you think that um, BDO has basically always been the flagship game? Uh, and that's kind of what they've been focused on. These are just kind of background projects,
0: because I know that, like, I for think example, every project has its. Uh, I think every project is, you know, being fully managed, essentially, um, as it should be. They shouldn't be taking resources from one or the other. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, I know that my, Bungie. That's my guess, right? I'm just kind of. Yeah. Oh, like a, Bungie. Oh boy. <laughs> I
1: know that Bungie recently had like layoffs and stuff. They're struggling and everything. Uh, but they're yeah. also developing things behind the scenes, and it's really, really, really clear. That they're trying to milk their Destiny two player base for everything they're worth mm-hmm. um, in order to help develop their other games. I don't really feel that so much at Pearl Abyss. So I was wondering if there was any sort of that stress um, that you felt, or you just never had to deal with any of that stuff. Um, it was I just I wasn't so... in a
0: position to have that that knowledge, regardless. Oh, um, that's good. But I, I think that Black is being treated quite well, um, at least from the the NA team that I was working with. They they really care and are passionate. So um, okay, yeah.
1: I know. Uh, do you feel that? Uh, uh obviously pa kind of positively progressed your career but like like if there was a dream video game company that you could work for or, or genre that you oh could boy. go into which one would it be it does not have to be an mmo you could say riot games and we would we would be okay with no that.
0: i was i was actually i think a lot of people in the in the industry do think of like riot as like one of the dreams to go to yeah and because they're working on multiple titles it would make sense if like there was a director of creator programs there something i could you know Mm -hmm. line up there and cover league of legends cover their new project l tft all that all that stuff all at once it'd be awesome to kind of like oversee the whole process oversee everything that's going on and really build it out so that's something i want to do
1: okay right on um now jay i know you touched on this a little bit but like there are probably a lot of people that think it's it's wildly cool to be a a, a CMGM. It's like, oh my gosh, I get to manage the game. I get all this extra power stuff like this. Um, could you speak on uh, to those people a little bit with regards to, I, I don't know, lift the veil a little bit with regards to, like what are some of the struggles with like the, the biggest struggles with your job um, while you were um, kind of a CMGM?
0: Seeing the community struggle in term when they're passionate sometimes really sucks. Um, you know, you can agree with them and that they need them this updated or this fixed or this patched or whatever, but that might not be in the current timeline or pipeline, for example. And it, you kind of, at least I did. I kind of fell in a depression bubble sometimes when you all fell in depression bubbles or had issues with the game, and it kind of really good. bogged me down in my dailies. So, <laughs> did you just say good, Jay? Yeah,
1: yeah Jay. Huh?
0: Jay, why would you I, say
1: that?
2: I didn't. I didn't say anything. <laughs>
0: What? I thought you said good. I, I said saying...
1: good. <laughs> I said good. Jay. I... <laughs> now
2: you're confusing me and
1: Blue. <laughs> Wait,
0: Blue, you said that. Yeah, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> hey, we feel bad, you anymore. feel I'm, I'm... bad. It's part of It's the great circle of no, life. But, uh,
0: that was, that's my personal take on it, right? I think that's, that was me. I, I got pretty invested sometimes um, <laughs> uh-huh. for the good and bad, so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jay, um... Uh, to work you in I, a little bit here. What do you feel like was your biggest concern of 2023 so far? I mean, we're getting to the end of 2023. What was your biggest concern this year as a primarily only PVE player, even when you're PVPing? Um, what What do you think was like your biggest like? Oh my god, your gripe like oh this is like the worst thing that happened this year.
2: The worst thing that happened this year.
1: I'm trying Ooh. to think if there was Olin's nerves. <laughs>
2: um there were no additional dungeons oh yay yes there there has not no the last wow you guys don't know the last time we got um yolanakia was november of 2022 and it is november 2023 so it's been almost a year it's been the longest actually since we've gotten another dungeon the i think um vamalkia released like sometime in 2020 and then um i remember um god was
1: it that long ago
2: Yes, yeah, Sakrakia oh, came out up. October twenty twenty one, and then Yolanakia was was twenty twenty two. So it's been like year, year, year breaks between each dungeon, and I I still run the dungeon like every week, multiple times a week. Even like maybe to help players who like even if I've cleared, I would help them just get their clearing because you know I I just love running the dungeon, and so um, maybe that that could be the way. Like when whenever like people ask for, you know, more encouraging, you know, social interactions. Maybe I, I do feel like players want that social interaction to be heavily mixed with game mechanics um, rather than pure social interaction. I, like, I don't know about you guys, but I don't really use the chat groups because you're talking about chat groups and stuff like that. Yeah. And there were chat groups. When probably, I it's because it, it's accessible. It's it's accessible. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> uh, I do think most people, whenever they want to, talk to people who play their class they just you go to like class discords or something like that for the most part and they don't use the in-game social stuff chat groups like that and so I think we've been saying this time and time again I do feel like if if Pearl Abyss were able to um, spend more development time creating dungeons and raids i feel like it would be pretty popular like personally maybe it's just maybe that's like a biased thing for me because i i love dungeons and and group content and stuff like that but um uh, i have this i have this feeling in my heart that it'll it'll work it'll it'll do well Uh, although like i don't know what it takes to be to design a dungeon because i'm not a game designer Uh, i'm sure it takes a lot of time but i do feel like waiting one year for just one dungeon per year is a little bit slow
0: You know, so I didn't even know that I'd be honest. I didn't know it was that long. That's crazy.
2: It was that long. Yeah. It's almost as long as my fingers. Good save, buddy.
0: Blue next topic. Good
1: save. (laughs) Um, all right. So Jay, what do you think that, okay. Jay, you said you don't really know how to like design a dungeon or anything. I think that you're probably more equipped to do this. Um, or to speak on this than anyone else. I mean, you have probably run as, as a solo player at the dungeon more times than any other player on the north american server at least really at least another one what do you mean really how many times are on the double that that would be a
2: cool metric you know that would be cool if if they just added like little tiny infographics for players, like oh how many of this mob have you like how many eltons have you killed so you can be depressed. Of not I don't want to know NTPs, about that. You know what I mean? I don't want to know how, about <laughs> that. <laughs> like how <laughs> many dungeons uh, have you cleared? You know I feel like those would be really cool metrics to have for for players to to just know. You know just to have fun on it because they do have some metrics, right? They have the freaking uh, how many fished items have you fished, right? How many mobs have you killed total, right? But they don't have like more, yeah. more specific Would you, metrics. You
1: know. Okay, here we go, Jay. You ready for this? I, this is your dream, calfion ball. They announced the oh next boy. dungeon. Okay, they announced <laughs> the next <laughs> dungeon, and then there's a reward for world first. Okay, world it's f- going to be a global release. Okay. It's g- uh, and then they and then they say there's a reward. Release, for, yeah. yeah, and then yeah, copium. <laughs> yeah. And then and that there's a reward for world first on the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Would you? Is it like? Do you feel like that that is something that is missing from our... I feel like that that is missing. I feel like if you're going to release a dungeon, if you're going to release a raid, number one, you have to release Mm -hmm. it as global content. It has to drop for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And two, you can do like a world first competition and the world first team gets like Mm -hmm. $5,000. Five thousand dollars? Holy! Well, it's a multi-billion-dollar not... company. Give me a break, bro. Five thousand dollars is just a drop in the bucket. Like, for the amount of publicity they would get off of something like that, I think that they would kill. Yeah. You know what Give I mean? Me
2: one hundred J's hammers. You know.
1: <laughs> so let me get this straight, Jay. You would rather have a one hundred fictional video game pixelated hammers than five thousand U.S. dollars.
2: I have. I have uh, focuses and goals and 100 Jay's hammers aligns with my focus and goals. Oh, Jay. For the game. Okay. He's
1: like, baby, come <laughs> snuggle with me. And Jay's like, baby, the dungeon's not going to grind itself. <laughs> the <dungeon And> he... <laughs> 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 like, bro, what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, like, Jay, what kind of events do you feel like they could use to hype up? Because we know the next dungeon is coming. Mm-hmm. I, I would, I would almost guarantee it's going to be... Uh, at least teased the Calphion ball. What do you think mm-hmm. that, that like they could do to kind of hype this up? And actually, why don't I throw this over to Delphi? You were a community manager. You helped design yeah, sure. some of these events. You helped design some of this stuff. What are some of the, like the like the snowbally kind of like event ideas? I know Pearl Abyss is listening. It's like all right, we can get his ideas, even though he doesn't work for us Let's, anymore. Here we go. What well, are some of like the big hype it. events? Do you think that what might uh you might be able to put on with like a like a new dungeon?
0: I mean the competitions always do it right like those streamed events um, we had one with um, the world not the, bo- the bosses from Land of More and Light uh, streamer versus like NA versus EU and stuff like that I oh, think those NA are always fantastic EU? to put on dungeon that, runs it, you, you, that, I mean that's possible That'd be pretty cool right? Uh, right there's always some some uh, some friendly banter during that stuff but uh,
1: we like the not fun. so friendly banter we love that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it gets people talking, right? It gets the, the community going, I think. Right. Uh, especially the more the passionate community, which sounds really cool. So stuff like that, uh, competitions are always uh, like a go-to, I think, in these situations.
1: Oh. Yeah, maybe...
0: Uh, you know, time Jay, trials or something.
1: Yeah, Jay, maybe we put on like a... Uh, I mean, that's something we could do as creators. Is We put on like a speedrun event for the new dungeon mm-hmm. and see yep. who can get I've through. Paid... Okay. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Wait, you know what they could do? So um what they should do is just literally have actual timers in game like when you like let's say at the beginning of the dungeon you could there's this little panel or whatever and then everybody can confirm hey i want to start the dungeon and then you know we load in and then the timer starts and then when you defeat the final boss similar to how when you kill you know you do the boss blitz, right you get this like timer like midway like in between each phase So, similar to that in the dungeon, like let's say, you know, let's take the first dungeon, for example. Creighton is the first mini boss that you fight to get the searing heart and then the next boss is um otten right and so each time you kill those mini bosses a little timer would like pop out somewhere in boss splits that hey this is the midway point this is how much time you've spent so far and then when you kill the final boss you get your final timer and then it it goes on a leaderboard because i feel like again like competitiveness as delf said before like he played a lot of like the competitive like he liked that competitive mm-hmm. aspect and that's why he'd like even less yeah. and so if they had that for pve i feel like a competitive af- aspect in pve would also be pretty popular you know and i would be yeah. interested in something like that as a non-competitive person but so someone who focuses on pve you know i would be more inclined to do it more you know so okay so adding and that would a be, timer that, and leaderboards that would, yeah and that would set up that um you were talking about like a speed run right that would yeah. set that up as like you know you could, people could yeah. play as, as as an event right Uh, you know and and that that would be uh the tools that maybe everybody needs so that they could host those kinds of things is just simply have an in-game timer and leaderboard so
1: okay and then the leaders get extra rewards mm-hmm. at the end of the week because they did it the fastest right you know expand maybe, on it right? yeah
2: that, that that could be a thing I love like maybe, maybe so yeah sure i guess no. Box, yeah. no but jay yeah. stop them, bro yeah. jay <laughs> your
1: ideal calfion ball at this point is them going we are adding a timer to the dungeon <laughs> jay's like saved it <laughs> That's it. (laughs) That's all we needed. Thank you. Like, no. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, add a competitive leaderboard. Yeah, add the timer. That would Mm. be super sick because it opens up uh, a Mm. lot of content avenues as well. I actually think that, like, as far as the dungeon goes, the way you could make it really interesting, and I've suggested this Mm -hmm. before on the podcast, is adding mutations. So like every week mm-hmm. um there is like there's varying difficulties with which you can do the dungeon there's like the normal there's the mm-hmm. alvia and then there's the alvia plus the mutation yeah. um and mm-hmm. so like you know all the mobs explode in the new mutation and then like they kill the like you know they mm-hmm. do big AoE splash damage or like maybe they infect you and you get like a like a ticking poison or something. I don't know. Like there'd be all mm. kinds of different stuff that you yeah, could do. Different in- mechanics that you right. could,
2: that, that basically like uh, rotate every week so that you have new challenges every week, you know, they could call it Dekia Ataraxian, you know, cause we already have like the Decia's lantern and that would like f- squeeze in that lore. I don't know <laughs> if people care about the lore, you know,
1: uh, it, the only reason that people <laughs> ever care about lore in any game is if you present it to them in a cinematic you, way. In, <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm serious. Like the re- part of the reason lo- Riot's lore is so successful is because of like things like Arcane mm-hmm. uh, and all of the various like the the millions mm-hmm. of dollars that they spend on cinematics and stuff. Edo doesn't have cinematics. Okay? Do they need I a Edo anime. No, yeah, well, I mean, like we get like new class <laughs> cinematics. You know what I mean? But like, you know how cool it would be to have like. You know, an AOS cinematic where you have like a mystic that's like really struggling and a shy comes in and like heals her up and then a DK comes in from the web. Like, you know, you have all these different classes and people can kind of get invested uh, into their class a little bit more. Um, So Delphi, you have any thoughts on like trying to improve the dungeon overall, like any like little pivots that they can do or stuff like that to make it more competitive and more like appeal more to someone like you?
0: no i think jay's got the the right idea of like a leaderboard system uh time trial system i think that's pretty cool um also jay i would like to join your group um uh, to run dungeons oh, yeah we Sign should out.
2: we should all run the dungeon <laughs> me you uh blue uh tilt <laughs> yeah, yeah. um and then one more person that
1: and know. one more person that i know that <laughs> the rest of you know that, yeah. Yeah. yeah vert uh, said earlier uh, he wanted to run jay the dungeon Kim. oh apparently there's a oh, big dungeon a event yeah. next uh <laughs> Bro, if we could play with Jay, man, we flag and drag, boys, flag what? and drag. What? Oh, hey, Jay, and you just the ultimate fisher wave. I'm just like, get him. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, bro. Um, I know that there's a there's a dungeon event coming next week, I think uh In the okay. patch notes. So, like, yeah, we're definitely. I know that Vert kind of wanted to get together. Uh, Vert was like, Blue, you want to do the dungeon? Ooh. I was like, Jay's the only one that carries me through the dungeon. He was like, Oh, Hello. he can carry <laughs> both of us. And I was like, Bet. <laughs> Bet. Sounds good. We get Delphi in here, too. Yeah. Delphi, what's your score at that? Uh,
0: yeah, I was going to say, uh, Is Tuvalu you okay? Yeah, no, <laughs> ain't no way you are in Tuvalu <laughs> right now. Ain't no way you've been playing for four years, you're in tubala <laughs> I said I started over, right? That's oh. my excuse. I'm going to say I started over.
1: Oh, so why did you start the game over? Because that's... What was, was your I gear just, before you, know, you started over and when did you start I didn't start really over?
0: have gear before, but this is kind of my first like real now diving, diving back in after many, many, many months. You know, so... other than AOS, right? So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so Jay can do that with you on his own time then, but I'm, we're going to need to find someone <laughs> with more gear. Uh, Here, and we'll time, bang man. it out. And we'll bang it out. Yeah, you'll be fine. Um... Okay, alright, so uh, we did talk a lot about the dungeon. Uh, realistically speaking, um, at the Calpheon Ball, we probably will. I'm hoping that we're probably going to see new class, new dungeon. Um, I think they might tease a new expansion, but I don't think it's anywhere close to ready. I'm not really sure yet. Delphi, oh, you said you love the IRL events. I what are the, what are the odds? I like that. You know that we have the Calpheon Ball coming up. What are the odds... Don't oh, what are the odds that they're going to invite the partners back for the Calfeon ball? We're going to have it in North America. We're going to slay.
0: I would have no idea. I could not give you one, uh, one, you know, answer for information for that, to be honest. Well,
1: obviously you don't know, but I'm like, like, just knowing what you know about the company. Do you feel like they would have it in the same place twice?
0: I think it's always good to move around and try something new. Damn
1: yeah, it, Duffy. I just wanted to be in LA again. We all fly out. Jay just flies us out. We have a great time. I, even Jay-kun can bring you no as a plus idea. one. Oh, yeah. Two-week event. Yeah, very funny. Very funny. Uh, Jay-kun, you didn't end up making it to the
2: Calphi Ball last year, right? I did not. Yeah. Okay. I, I, like, right now, in, in like my circumstances right now, it's like I'm not really able to travel very much. Um, I think... I, I'm actually really jealous of the people at EU because in the people in the EU like they are posting they they got their their hosted events was like in castles and whatnot and I've yeah. never been to a castle before and I've always wanted to go to a castle it's just there's it, it just something about what,
0: EU's the, hosted uh,
1: events were in castles? they, they
0: had, had a castle, castle. event yeah. yeah it was really it looked like really a cool literal, in castle. Yeah, it looked fun mm-hmm.
1: Delphi, and you schedule crazy? our Oasis event for some like <laughs> a crap venue no, down was... the road?
0: <laughs> I think that was during the same time as on Ball, if I'm not mistaken, roughly. Roughly? Jay, I don't know if I'm right there, but I think that's it's about the same time, right? So, um, I, don't...
2: I think so. Do we yeah, have castles I, I... in NA?
0: No, we don't, don't have any so. castles, bro. Yeah. We
2: have like we. <laughs> what got be no be the castles, closest bro, thing to out a that castle gold, bro? in North There's like America. Some, <laughs> like some, huh? yeah, I don't
0: know, like forts. There's a few forts.
2: <laughs> forts,
1: uh. yeah, um, Jay's place, house, probably. Jay. Honestly, like huh? I, I like you said, what's the closest thing to castle in North America? I say Jay probably has a house on the beach. Um, me no, <laughs> not your house, idiot. The CEO. Oh. <laughs>
2: You are not the center of the
1: universe, Jay. <laughs> oh there, there's I, the I'll Alamo. You well. Excuse there is mean. there is the Alamo. We could have it at the Alamo.
0: The Alamo, yeah, I didn't know about that.
1: Yeah. I there's some history there, I but know. I think we could get around it. <laughs> it would be fine. It would be fine. I would do it. I would take what one is for an the team. Alamo? Are you kidding Wait, me? Jay, are you serious? Jay, is this, this you're joking right I'm now? Sorry. Maybe Jay, Jay it how old is before I said that? Jay, how old are you? Like you just ballpark? Um, me, you're like mid twenties, right? Uh, I, I'm, I, yeah, early mm, mid twenties. Yeah, okay, early mid twenties. So you went yeah, through the full North American education system, Jay. It's important I to live me. I in Canada. I don't. Okay, well then, but but see, everybody right. in the world but, learns about American history because we are the best. Okay, so what <laughs> is the alamo, Jay?
2: Um, uh, hold on. Let me ask. Let me call my oh friend my Google. Oh my gosh. Um, the Battle of Alamo was a pivotal event and military engagement in the really? Texas Revolution.
1: Very good! Yes! Good <laughs> job, Jay.
2: 1836.
1: <laughs> good stuff. Okay, alright, so we've gotten <laughs> off topic a little bit. So, Delphi, are you planning on starting up, uh, I know you said you, you were thinking about
0: potentially streaming. Uh, I might, here or there for the poppies, because uh, doing that alone is kind of, a, kind of sad. Even if it does sound ahead of me. Do you have a, Do have a what? Like a, per- yeah, Do you have a personal fe. Twitch account. It's just it's the, the
2: like one. Yeah, it's the okay, same thing, the you ding dong. Yeah. Oh. Okay, let me shout you. Everybody shout her about. Shout out uh, the Lope.
0: Oh, wait, oh. I was planning on going and streaming without anybody knowing, just so I could get into it, you know, just chill oh. it out, because I get really, I get anxiety and I get nervous. So, you get gonna...
1: nervous. <laughs> I was just going to add Delphi I was... so I could shout him out of my chat, but he's not actually in my chat. He's in Jay's chat. Um... <laughs> no, I'm in your chat, I think. I'm not in Jay's I, chat, actually. I think. <laughs> you guys, I think. Um, so you are thinking about streaming. Are you thinking about streaming just BDO, or would you stream other games? Uh,
0: I have a few things I'm working on that I'm going to try. Um, for the VTuber community, I'm working on rigging, actually. Trying to learn how to You're going to be a VTuber? No, uh, rigging. I want to learn how uh, to rig stuff. So, uh, Jay got wait. so excited. I saw, I saw his <laughs> head
1: flip to the side and yeah. stare directly at your portrait. <laughs>
0: Yeah. What do you got against it? Come on.
2: Well, if you ever want to be a VTuber, <laughs> there's plenty of friends over. <laughs> you know what I do like, you know what I like to um uh tell tell my viewers like how VTubers come about. It's like if you've ever played Baldur's Gate 3 or like D&D, there is these mm-hmm. uh, Um, Creatures called mind flares and mind flares cannot reproduce they have to procreate by sticking little mind flare tadpoles into people's brains and that The same thing what we do as VTubers we got to stick these VTuber tadpoles into people's brains and turn them into VTubers because we can't actually reproduce so And so maybe next time (laughs) When I meet you, I have a little present for you. <laughs> Delphi,
1: that's all you, big man. Good luck. I'll... They can't infect me. This podcast. They, can... <laughs> <laughs> they cannot infect me, but Delphi, he's all over you.
0: He's all oh, over boy. you. No, I'm. I'm already uh, exposed. I'm. Uh, I can't exposed. be a YouTuber.
1: True. So.
0: Already exposed. Do once you, you think... reveal yourself, it's kind of hard to be a YouTuber. That's we're going off topic here. My bad.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's good, good, it is kind of hard to be a YouTuber. This, VTuber once a, this you... is a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> And we're still waiting for Jay's IRL selfie pics.
2: Uh, <laughs> okay, there is one particular video where I do... Okay, never mind. Maybe I shouldn't say it.
0: <laughs> I think I've seen that on your YouTube, right?
2: Somewhere?
1: <laughs> Hold up. Um, Maybe? Oh,
0: anyway. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, You're good.
1: Um. Okay, so... Steer Delphi, direction, please. <laughs> Steer in a different direction, please. All right, so Delphi, <laughs> is there anything else you want to share? Um about your time at Prellivist or things you want to say? I know the team's probably going to watch this and stuff too, so.
0: I'm sure they're they're watching now and uh, I just appreciate all of them, to be honest. Uh, I do miss all of them, you know. Uh, it's not easy to just pick up and leave after three years. Um, you know, all the content creators as well. Definitely miss everybody. Uh, you know, when I left that, that final day, I cried in the office for like uh, for a little bit there, actually. It was really rough. <laughs> uh, so that's something I wanted to just get them and leave. If I could have done both, I would, right? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but, uh, just keep doing your guys' thing, you know, I hope you guys keep putting events together and are there to support the GMs and CMs, uh, Corruption and Etsu and, uh, and Lave and all those guys, uh, it'd be really awesome to keep doing that.
1: Right on. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we'll do, uh, final thoughts and outros here. So we'll start with Jay Kuhn, uh, and then I'll come, uh, I'll come back around to Delphi. You can shout yourself out and stuff too. So Jay, any final thoughts you want to give? Um,
2: uh, first thank you del for um coming on to the podcast and it was it was really interesting to hear like all the insights of your time and experience at um working for part of pearl abyss and that kind of makes me kind of like interested in potentially working for like a game that i'm so passionate about um right because you know maybe we can make an maybe i could possibly make an influence on <laughs> uh, on the game in a, in a positive way and i want everybody to enjoy video because i like we're all passionate about the game and um, outro hi i'm Jake and BT. i do a lot of endgame pve content and Awakening and woosome that um frick uh i um i'm always happy to answer new que- players uh, questions about the game you can find me over at twitch.tv
1: so BT. be before the t every time can't, just can't quite get through it every time he's always got a trip over his shoe if you untie the shoelaces that you have between your feet and you just tie yep. them to each other you'd be you'd be much better off all mm-hmm. right, so Delphi, you want to shout yourself out?
0: You want to go, go go for an outro here? I've I've never done such a thing in my life. I don't even know where to start. Oh. I don't have the script like Jay. Uh, you guys should have told me that this was going to happen, so I could have. I did it.
1: tell you before. I did tell you before we started. He's you lying. Did.
0: I did. All right. Uh, I did. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Delphi.
1: I'm Delphi. It was, it you should already fun. know who I am. He says, "I I it am the Delphi." Yeah. Yeah.
2: Delph, the
1: loaf, loaf before the D, or after yeah. the D. No, but you're spelling loaf like a like a peanut. Okay, like 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 D E L O P H E Delphi. Actually, right? you okay. you were
2: pronouncing it um fe Before is that the actual pronunciation? Because I've been saying Delo for the Delphi. Last time. It's is
0: like it, Delphi, is Delphi, it, Delphi, Delphi.
1: Yeah. Delph- so, how would you prefer it be pronounced? To be clear, yeah. Because I always say Delphi, mm-hmm. and then Armin said always keeps calling you Loaf.
0: No, uh, well, Loaf started with some of the VTubers, I think. Um <laughs>
2: I, think <laughs> I think it was
0: Hex. Yeah, it was probably Hex, okay. uh, Pega Hex. Uh okay. is probably the the best one. Uh, Delphi is fine. Loaf. The Loaf. Okay. Uh, okay, okay. I don't All right. have a I don't have a preference, honestly. Okay, I and you can always.
1: Find him at OnlyFans.com slash Bell um, <laughs> Bell
0: Delphi. <laughs> i had that come up a lot, too.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All right. And I am, of course, Blue Squadron. You can find me. I pump out YouTube videos every single day. Uh, Videos, plural, because there's at least two, usually. Uh, Shorts, Instagram reels, TikToks. Uh, The Discord is always active. So if you guys are looking for a video community to kind of jump into and get involved, or even just a community uh, where you can just jump into voice and ask questions about the game, uh, it's a very welcoming community. People are always... uh, around and i am always in voice and just kind of hanging out with people so you guys should definitely check that out delphi thank you so much for coming on to the podcast this week uh absolutely love you to death um i am going to find you one of these days and you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna brutally murder you with a matchlock
0: good luck mu- i'm gonna
1: run you down <laughs> i'm gonna run you down you're gonna have to report me for harassment and corruption's gonna leave you on red <laughs> You know yeah, what? Actually, you're going to report me for harassment. You know what they're going to do? just going to send me a value pet. Hopefully. What Ho- goes hopefully. around. <laughs> we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. It anyway... solves all the issues Yeah, it solves all the issues. Alright, uh, <laughs> from all of us here at the Old Moon Podcast, thank you so much, Delphi, for coming on. Have a great rest of your week, guys.